Welcome to Car Wash, the podcast, your source for real stories and real business insights from the experts, both in and out of the car wash industry. So put it in neutral, feed off the brakes, and take your hands off the steering wheel, because here we go. Here are your guides on this journey. David Begin of Begin Insights and Car Wash Magazine Editor-in-Chief, Matt DeWolf. Hello, Car Wash Nation. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Car Wash, the podcast, the podcast that makes you a great car washer and a slightly better human being. Slightly better. I mean, I'm going to say like, like 10 times better. That's just 10, 10 times, times 10 better, times better human, human being. being. So I've got my co-host today, Matt D-Dog DeWolf. I like that one. I like D-Dog. Well, let's roll with that. D-Dog. I like D-Dog. I think uh, that could actually <laughs> stick. I'm, mean, you know, we're, we're, if you're not... We, we haven't done a podcast in a long time, so yeah. if you're new to the podcast, I'm trying to find Matt a call sign because he's, he's a guy that needs a call sign. You can't go through life without a call sign. So, <laughs> D-Dog um, it is. We'll, we'll, we'll live with that one today. D-Dog for the day. D-Dog I like for the it. day. All right, I cool. like it. So how have you been? I haven't, uh, we haven't talked online for a while. How I know. Been? I know. Well, you know, we live in the dream every day, man. We are, yeah. uh, we are cranking through here. We're almost through this year. So that's exciting for everybody, I think. Um, yeah, but yeah, man, we're just, we're living, living life, yeah. loving it and, uh, trying to get one step at a time to tomorrow. That's right. We are living <laughs> through the dumpster fire as known as 2020. <laughs> you know, I, I saw, I saw a, uh, I saw a Christmas ornament of a dumpster fire and I really, like, I was like, I mean, you know, it's one of those Facebook ads that must've known that I've been saying dumpster fire a lot lately. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it came up and I was like that close to buying it, man. Like I almost, got you should have bought it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, you know, maybe it's a good uh, birthday gift. My birthday's coming up in January. So maybe I'll get it. I this. think so. I think, I think you should have a Christmas ornament with 2020 and something to remind you. Not that we're not going to need reminding, but uh, this certainly was the year of, of all years. That is maybe the understatement of the century. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you know, it's been good too. I mean, it's, it's, it's like they say, it's the best of times and the worst of times. Did you just did you just go back to like Charles Dickens on me? Is that what that is? Charles Dickens or <laughs> Ernest Hemingway or somebody? I don't know. I don't know where that quote came from. But yeah, yeah. I mean, how else can you look at this? How else can you look at twenty twenty? Because it's like a dream. It's like I'm going to wake up one day and it never really happened. Yeah, I mean, there 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 have been so many changes like along the way, just in terms of um, how you how you do business, but just how you live life. And you know, it's yeah. like in the beginning of this thing, you thought initially like, oh all right, well, we'll, you know, we'll kind of figure it out. It'll be a few weeks and we'll be, we'll be good. But <laughs> here we are uh, yeah. 10 months later, full gestation period here. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, with no signs of an ending, I think is the, you know, we were hopeful for the vaccine, but we're not sure when that's going to roll out, when the effect's going to take place. And so uh, I think we're on this roller coaster for a little longer. Well, you know, one of the things I wanted to do, uh, today, David, is chat a little bit about like the the flip side of this thing. Like like you said, there's really only one way to approach it, um, and that's to look at kind of the positive side, and that's what we've been kind of doing this whole time. And uh, you know, I think for for me, like the, one of the resounding lessons of 2020 has just been that there can be really great things coming out of uh, some of these really great challenges. Um, I mean, when you think back to like March 10th, right? March 10th, 2020. International Car Wash Association canceled their primary uh, revenue generation event, right? Like the yeah. car wash show, the biggest thing, biggest gathering of car wash professionals on the planet. And ICA had to say, you know what? 
we can't do it. We're not going to do it. And at the time, you know, I, I know talking to some of the staff, uh, we were kind of chatting and we're like, man, are we going to, are we going to like go back and be like, man, we made a giant mistake. Yeah. And then next thing you know, bam, NCAA tournaments down, bam, everything's down, everything's down. So it, it was, it was dark, man, for a minute. But I think out of that, there's been a lot of really cool, uh, pivots happen. And one of those is, um, the time that you and I get to spend on this podcast. But I think the other one that I've really liked is, is, uh, what we've been doing with the, um, the live broadcast on a weekly basis and being able to get together on that show. That's been super fun yeah. for me. Yeah, that's, that's been super exciting. It's been fun to watch you do that. It's been fun to watch the results. I typically watch on YouTube. I don't, I can't get there Thursday morning. So if, if you can't watch on Thursdays, then, you know, take it and watch it in the evenings or the weekends or, or whatever works for you. Cause it is on YouTube and it's a, it's a great little show and it's kind of kept the car wash community together. So, you know, thanks to ICA and thanks to you, Matt, for kind of giving us a little bit of an outlet or giving us the feeling of what it's like. I, I went to the Southwest conference golf tournament, the Southwest Car Wash Association, not Southwest Conference. There's no Southwest Conference anymore, by the way. Um, <laughs> it's going. <laughs> that, that shows you how dated I am. But, uh, you know, the Southwest had a golf tournament in November, and I was just amazed how many people they had. It was so overflowing because people were desperate to get together and see each other and talk. And that's one of the great things about our industry is the fact that we, we make so many friends in the industry and we don't get to see them very often. Yeah, we, I mean, people are just dying on the vine to get some human interaction, especially yeah. car washers, man. I, like, I am I am so excited for uh, the, the car wash show to come up in November of 2021 because it is like, it is going to be so refreshing and so yeah. amazing just to be able to, like, be face-to-face and see people again. I think it's going to be amazing. It is. It is. Yeah, we're certainly looking forward to it. And, and you know, good, good. Good thing for ICA to, to push it off far enough that there's a chance of it happening because, you know, um, you know some people wanted it in the springtime, which yeah. I get. I, we want it in the springtime, too. But if you look at it now, I mean, there's nobody planning for first or second quarter 2021 anything right now. I don't think anybody's planning for any large scale events. So, um, you know, the, the foresight of pushing it off to later in the year, I think, was good. You know, it has a much higher probability of it happening at that case. So, um, yeah, yeah. So sometimes you have to make hard decisions. Yeah. Sometimes people don't agree with those decisions, but uh, in this case, and, and, and you don't always get those decisions, right? Right. So, and you never yeah, know, that's... you don't know until you, you don't, you don't know until it's way too late to know if you've got yeah. that thing, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, good, good, good work with the ICA, ICA board, you know, making those tough decisions. So, uh, certainly give a shout out to them yeah, on, on what they had to do, but, uh, yeah, good. Well, you know, so lots of great opportunity, but it is forced us to kind of change, right? So yeah, um, we we have had to change as individuals. We've had to change as organizations, and we've done it. I mean, we should we should at least toss back a glass of wine or a beer <laughs> to ourselves for what we did in 2020. And I'm I'm a big advocate of going back and looking about looking back at the year and celebrating what you've learned because sometimes. The only way you can tell that you were successful is not looking forward, but looking backwards. What, 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 what did you get done? What did you, what did you accomplish? Well, and you know what? I, I think the, the other thing that um, has kind of risen to the top for me in, in terms of what I've, what I've kind of learned in 2020 is that uh, we all, as humans, are supremely adaptable. And I think that you saw a lot of that in the car wash industry in terms of 
um, you know, historically the U S was a little bit behind in terms of like contactless payment solutions. Right. And that accelerated and it accelerated very quickly. And, and, um, it was, it was in a way done in a way that really worked for people. And I think was, um, kind of a big reason that car washes were able to, to weather this, this storm and kind of come out pretty quickly, uh, on the positive side of this, uh, because they, they did get that contactless payment, um, stuff going and they, and they did do things like full car sanita- sanitization and really adapted on the fly with this thing. And, uh, you can't, you can't always do that everywhere. So, I mean, kudos yeah. to everybody in this industry that, that pulled this off. I think it's, I think it's been amazing. Yeah. I think it has been amazing what people have been able to do and how they've adapted and, Thank goodness we're all in the car wash industry or, or part of the car wash industry because the car wash industry was not like the hospitality industry. There's a lot of industries out there that are really suffering right now. And, you know, thank goodness we were involved in the car wash industry when we did. Um, so I, you know, I'm grateful for that because we, we got involved in the car wash industry. We, we, we couldn't have anticipated 2020, but for the most part, car washes have, have done well, have maintained themselves, either done well or thrived in this, in this environment. Yeah. And I I think the, I think that's been the shocking thing is to see how many people have really thrived. And even, even when you start looking at um, early on, you know, one of the things that we were talking about a lot was what's going to happen to unlimited plan members. Like, are are we going to see that thing just plummet and tank or, you know, are we going to hang in there? And a lot of folks were saying, um, that was going to be an indicator, right? If those started to bomb, we were in big trouble. Yeah. But I think what people did, and this goes back to that adaptability piece, what people did was got really creative around ways to make sure that they could keep those people in those programs, right? Because we all know, like, losing losing somebody from an unlimited club is traumatizing because you worked real hard to get them there. And, right. And they are supremely valuable uh, to, to you and your business. So, um keeping them in that, in that fold is a heck of a lot easier than, than having to try and reacquire them. So another, and just another lesson in adaptability and being able to turn that corner. Yeah. Yeah. And listening to the customers, I think we became a lot more customer focused. Um, you know, so many things are happening. We'll talk about this a little later on with technology, having us understand our customers and, and, and better, better be able to relate to our customers, communicate with our customers and predict what our customers are going to do. So there's been a lot of, a lot of uh, interesting things come out in the car wash industry for that, but we're using that technology now to really manage our business, which is, is super exciting. Yeah. And it's different. It's a different, it's just a different approach, right? I mean, yeah. we were cruising, we were cruising right along into 2020 uh, as an industry, you know, everything was good. Like profits were high money was easily available. I mean, we are very fortunate to be in the position where we are, where we adapted we're still in a good position. We're still able to get funds. Um, we're still able to continue that kind of growth trajectory that's been happening in this industry. But um, man, I we would not be there if if it were not for the changes in the tech. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's making a making a dramatic difference and exciting to see some of these technology companies start coming out and providing solutions to the car wash industry. So, I think that's important. You know, the other big project that IC had was, was the lead program. You want to talk a bit about that? Yeah, you, you bet. You know, the, um, we've been looking at this thing for a while and back when you served on the board, even, I think we had kind of been talking a little bit around like what, what should, what should ICA do in terms of training? Like what, what role can we play and how can we best kind of service the industry 
uh, from a training perspective. And, you know, we've always had all this education stuff at the shows and, and try to do, to do a, uh, a nice job of ongoing education in, in that respect. But we, with COVID, really accelerated the efforts for this LEAD program. And so LEAD stands for Leadership, Education, and Development. So that's where that, that, that fun acronym comes from. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it, it's really at the, at the most basic way to say it, it's car wash training for car wash managers, right? So it's, it's not a program about um, you know, how to fix equipment or how to get in there and, and, and uh, do any of that kind of stuff because that's not what ICA can best help you do. What ICA can best help you do is figure out how to train your people um, in those, in those leadership skills and the, you know, kind of the talent management side of the house and human relations and all, all of those kind of pieces to kind of help you make better managers so that you can have less turnover. You can have a better company culture and you can just have more fun at work. I mean, isn't that yeah. what we all want to do? Have more fun. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And just because you own a car wash doesn't mean you know how to train, lead, and manage people. And that's the biggest takeaway I had in my car wash experience was just because I had the wherewithal to buy and build a car wash didn't make me a leader and didn't make me a manager. And I, I, I you know, I spent years doing it incorrectly and driving <laughs> my employees crazy and, you know, lots of things along those lines. It was only toward the last two or three years I started figuring it out. You know, when I started creating a team environment and training our managers and teaching our managers how to manage. I mean, they're, you know, most of those people get promoted. They don't have a lot of management experience and they don't have a lot of good management experience. So how do you train your people? So they create a cohesive team that's doing the right thing, taking care of customers, taking care of, you know, the, the property and, and making it a great place to work. You're right. We want to make it a great place to work. And I think most owners out there want their employees to be excited about coming to work and, these online training courses will give them some of the tools that they need to be better managers. Yeah. And you, you, you touch on a key point there, right? It's, it, this is online. Like you don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to, you know, sit in a, sit in a room for, you know, a full day session of anything. It's, it's any device, anytime, anywhere your managers can, can take these courses. And, and that's going to, that's going to go a long way, I think, to help and make sure that they do them right. <laughs> like training is only yeah. good if you actually do the training. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And, and so yeah, like, there's, it's just, it's It's going to be good. I think it's going to be really exciting for people. Um, yeah, there's absolutely no doubt on that. And one of the biggest things I think, I think in-person training is great, but I think it, there's limitations for most car washes don't have a lot of flexibility in terms of employees being able to travel. You know, we, we, we don't have a lot of extra employees. So how do you get them trained if they can't go somewhere? And I'm certainly a big proponent for online training. Plus they can take it when they need to, they yep. can retake it if they need to. Yep. And it's, it's really kind of up to the organization how they want to roll it out. But I'm, I'm a big believer. You should go through those courses every six to 12 months just well, yeah, to just sort of refresh yourself. You're going to learn something new. You're going to have experiences you didn't have before. So yeah, there's, there's a tremendous amount of flexibility with online training. Well, and I think the other thing that, that is nice about this one in particular um, is that it's, it's car wash specific, you know, I mean, you can take a lot of like leadership training courses and do a lot of like management training, but I think it's really nice that this, this takes that extra step of really putting people in car wash situations and scenarios mm-hmm. so that when you're doing that learning, you're, you're like, you're, you're actually watching a video of people in car wash uniform at an actual car wash, you know, living that out, living that experience out. It just, it connects so much easier than this abstract idea of like, oh yeah, I got to have this, this talent conversation with my people so that I can you know, keep them around. It's, <laughs> we actually went to a back room and we filmed in a, ba- in a, 
back room <laughs> where these things are going to happen. So yeah. it's, it's super exciting. Yeah. And I think that makes a big difference. I think it will relate to people and they realize, okay, these people understand the car wash. There, there is some uniqueness with car washing. It's not quite like anything else. And so being able to tailor that training to be car wash specific, it does make a big difference in terms of keeping people engaged, but allowing your employees to relate to what's going on. Yeah, that's huge. So, that's huge. Yeah. So kudos to that. Is, is there information on the website on that program? Yeah. Matt? You know, you know, once you're, if you're listening to this podcast, that means that uh, this program is, is out there uh, into the universe. We've got a big, big kind of launch coming up here in January with it. Um, it's going to be uh, VIP access here early on for, for members of the International Car Wash Association. So uh, if your membership is not up to date, you might want to make sure that it is. Um, but yeah, it's going to, it's going to be rolling out everywhere in January here. And we'll, uh, we'll be talking a lot about that program over the next 12 months for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. The other, what's, what's the other takeaway you had, Matt? You know, the, the other thing that I think for 2020 that really surprises too, too strong of a word, but the, the thing that really rose the top for me again was that flexibility really matters. And, and when I say flexibility, I mean, in terms of like how car washes were able to uh, back to that adaptability piece, how car washes were able to do s some things like um, change the way that they show up in their communities. You know, and for me, that's a big piece that I get really kind of jazzed about uh, in this industry, seeing the role that car washes can and should play in those local communities where they're, where they're serving those customers. And, and like w the most prime example for me on this one is what happened around Halloween. Right. So mm -hmm. <laughs> I was, I was not anticipating this, this kind of involvement in the industry, but we, we did a show where we were talking about, you know, the merits of doing, going all out on a themed Halloween wash. Right. And we had some really good conversation around it. And you, you saw that across the industry, all these people were, were spinning these up and spinning these up and doing a really fantastic job with them. And uh, so we, you know, we watched that pretty closely. And in the latest issue of the, magazine that's uh, mailing here in the next couple of days we did a, we we pulled 15 i think 14 or 15 different wash uh, locations across the united states um, got photos of their of their tunnels and what they did and have little stories about them we got we got more than 500 photos submitted oh my goodness like it was unreal we've never had that kind of response and i think it just shows like how flexible car wash owners and operators can be in terms of being able to like, they, I think people ramped this stuff up within like a few weeks time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And yeah. then, and, and then when you saw your, uh, the, some of the posts of after the fact and the, the impact that these people were having in their communities, it was amazing. Now yeah. they also had to deal with some things like, I don't know, the police shutting, trying to shut them down because <laughs> they had, yeah, they had lines <laughs> they had just miles long yeah. traffic jams, which was cool. But that's how, you know, it's working. And that's how, they, yeah. you know, that you're doing something supremely important because with, with what was going on this year and the, the inability for, for children everywhere to kind of go around and do typical Halloween things and trick or treating, this was really cool. And it was, it, it's another one of those stories where, you know, you read it and you just kind of get goosebumps because you're proud of yeah. You're proud of everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you interviewed some people that had some really great ideas, like how to support restaurants and, you know, what are some creative ways they could do that. And, you know, when, when, when the first wave was going on in April and it was super exciting to hear people think about 
okay, how can I, how can I get beyond myself and my situation and help the community, help other people? And it's, it's when there's ever a crisis, it's super exciting. I don't know if you ever remember Mr. Rogers neighborhood. Yeah, man, of course. I don't know if you ever watched that, man. That's, that's like way before your time. Man, that was my favorite. Daniel now, Tiger, come on. But, but he, he had a saying, which I think was really interesting and it was really wise. He goes, when there's a bad situation, look for the helpers, right? So don't, let's not focus on the bad thing. Look at what people step up to do. And he actually, I think he was still on the air during 9-11 in, in 2001. And he was trying to figure out what to say to the kids about what happened and his statement always was, look for the helpers, look for the helpers, because the helpers, and to, so look for the good in the situation. And we saw that in many different ways. We saw it with the f first responders, with the healthcare workers, and we saw it with people in the car wash industry who sort of stepped up and said, let me get outside myself and my situation, and what can we do to kind of help our brothers in the hospitality industry? What can we do help to, to how do we help our healthcare workers? And, you know, there are people that were making, you know, if, if they were a chemistry company like Warren Davis yeah. making sanitizer. So he was trying to figure out what he could do, you know, um, who was the car wash operator in Lubbock? I can't remember what his name was, but. Oh, Zamora down in. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, trying to, to, trying to figure out how he could, he could help hospitality or restaurants by, by giving away gift cards or selling gift cards. And so there were so many great examples like that that uh, was was super exciting yeah, yeah, to hear. Yeah, blood drives. I mean, you had tons of people doing charity charity stuff for first responders. It was just, it was amazing. It really yeah, was amazing. Yeah. So we we are very flexible, and I really want to encourage people go back and look at yourself pre March mm -hmm. to 2020, and look at yourself now and celebrate what you were able to do and how you adapted and how you were flexible because you know, we're probably going to have to continue this for a while. Yeah. So you're going to need the energy and juice. So celebrate what you did in 2020. I think that's, that's a huge piece, David, as we're kind of wrapping this year up, like take a minute, right? I mean, we, we said early on when this thing started, you and I sat and had a conversation around, you know, like, what do you, what do you do with all this stuff? And we talked a lot about taking the time, right. And, and using that gift of time. And I think that that same thing is right now, right? I mean, take the time, reflect on what you did and be proud of it, man. I mean, yeah, y'all, we killed it this, this, this year. We killed it. I know, I know it was a bad year and you know, we're supposed to say it was a bad year. It was not, it was not um, all bad. There is always some silver in that lining. Yeah. It was the best of times and worst of times. Absolutely. <laughs> so, <laughs> Absolutely. So good. Good. Yeah. Great. Well, good. Well, Matt, let's go ahead and end it now, and then we'll we'll uh, we'll do our next episode on 2021 if you're up for it. Yeah, right on. Let's do that. We'll we'll tease we'll tease everybody. You guys got our best uh, our best of what we think has gone on in 2020. Uh, you have to tune in next time to find out what we're looking forward to in 2021. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. So good. Well, we'll uh, we'll continue this. So thanks for listening to this episode of Car Wash the podcast. And again, we're always hopeful to get this podcast in the hands of more people in our car wash industry. So tell your friends and associates about the podcast. You can get Car Wash the Podcast anywhere you get podcasts on any platform or go to carwashthepodcast.com and you can listen to it online. Can you download it, Matt? You too? can always download it. We, okay, we are so giving you, can, you this you can, thing you can, every possible way you can get it. Every okay, way download or online, listen to it, carwashthepodcast.com. So for Matt DeWolf and myself, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time and keep washing those cars. 
Car Wash the Podcast is your source for real stories and real business insights from the experts, both in and out of the car wash industry. Our show helps investors, owners, operators, and managers think about ways to enhance their business. Our podcast is a free on-demand audio program that provides information on the latest trends impacting the industry, tips from successful industry leaders, and inspiration for our listeners.